Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Before we get into this podcast, I want to give everybody a warning that this episode will contain details of sexual abuse and uh, about a pedophile who stalked a child. Welcome to the Crack House Chronicles. I am Donnie, your host. I'm Chris. I'm Bill. What's up, guys? What's been going on? Nothing. Just uh, enjoying a beautiful day. God, it's been nasty lately. Weather. We should talk about the weather. <laughs> I think it'd be a great idea. Uh, let's let's not talk. That's what I told somebody the other day. You know, this winter we've only had it's only rained three twice. days of sun. It's only rained <laughs> twice. First time was twenty days. The second time was thirty days. But yeah, I mean, it's really. You gotta be optimistic about this stuff, y'all. You know, I just hope that we we pay all our dues in the rain. Now we'll have a good sunny weather during the spring, God, summer. I yeah. feel like it's gonna be a wet spring. Yeah, but the grass is gonna be growing. Yeah. Um, my grass ain't growing. It looks uh, dead as ever. You just wait till this week; it'll be growing. Yeah. For some reason, you know, I got the pigs at one time, and they ate all the grass in the backyard and made a big old mud field. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible idea. But you know, Johnson and the kids thought it'd be a great idea. So. We got them, and they just ate up the backyard, and I planted more grass seed out there, and the grass grew back. But for some reason, when the dogs are in the backyard, um, I guess they run the same path all the time, and it's, I guess it's killed the grass off, so it's in mud again. Just so. a warning. Dogs and pigs do not mix. Unless it's hot dogs and bacon. There you go. Well, we got rid of the pigs because that was a terrible idea. What would you name the pigs? Oh, gosh. Bacon and sausage? <laughs> Crispy bacon? <laughs> no, it was something clever, but it's been forever ago. I'd have to ask the wife on that. But anyway, what about y'all? Uh, nothing. I ain't been doing nothing. Just fighting allergies and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. I'm good. I sound sound a little raspy today, but I'm I'm good. Did y'all have the flu? No, nope. I just got allergies, man. I got. I got y'all y'all don't have to deal with the flu. No, I'm on a five day Z pack for sinus infection. They still give it. out Z pack. Whatever it is, azithromycin, yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, Z Pack, yeah, they, they give it out it's a long like time two, ago. But I thought one, they stopped one. it. Yeah. Oh. You might have had some stored up or something. Well, good for yeah. you. I'm glad you don't have to get the flu because I know uh, two in my house did. Well, one officially, but I mean, I don't know. It, when I went to the doctor because I thought maybe I had the flu, and when I went in there, they said that the flu test is not 100% accurate. So it's like, what's the point of taking it if it's not? Because no, did you, you study? <laughs> I was never good at tests. I was so nervous. <laughs> no, but um, it's just because you get a negative uh, result don't mean that it's really negative. It could be really be positive. So you probably don't have a that strand that they're testing for. I mean, there's several strands of the flu. So I mean, let's put it this way: you know it when you get it. We may have to do a podcast on vaccinations yeah. and stuff. That's pretty fascinating to me. Well, that's true. All right, guys, we're gonna get into this podcast here. We're going to be talking about, uh, it's a Netflix 
program. It's uh, abducted in plain sight. It's the story of Jan Broberg and her family and what they, the pain they endured. She was abducted twice. And I asked these guys here to watch that documentary. And Chris, what were your, just your beginning thoughts on this, this program? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say that, um, man, what a story. You know, it's, it's bad that, you know, somebody have to go through something like that. I don't really want to give it away before we get into it, so I'm be as general as possible. Um, or somebody had to go through what that certain individual did, and then everybody that's involved with that one person gets in. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just it's a big mess. You you all understand when once we get to the story, but I just can't believe there's people out there that ever had to go through this. It's weird. When you think it gets weird, back up and think again. It gets weird again. You just recently watched this. Yeah, I watched it last night. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, just overall. It's weird. (laughs) I watched it first, and I told told Donnie, I was like, man, you need to watch this. I said, this is quite the story, and, I mean, it'll make you uh, rethink any documentary you've ever watched. So. so we're going to talk about why I think next. So I think Netflix is hoping everybody never has a peaceful night of sleep again. Is what I'm thinking. They put this out. So we are going to talk about it. We're not. There's no spoiler. I mean, this is spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, oh yeah, we're going to tell you. Yeah, about we're it. going to tell you all about it. Yeah. Well, my thing is, I, I mean, I, you get put in weird situations when you're when something like that happens. I guess, and in the time frame, what 1974. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I know times were different, but. Man, those people—they <laughs> were just the way they handled things. They were weird, man. And it's, I just don't—even in 1974, I don't think my family, my mom, dad—I know my mom wouldn't. She wouldn't let me go to the store without. She wouldn't let me walk across the street without some, you know, watching me or something. So I don't know how. Go ahead, Don. Well, just tell I mean, me about it. These the the story of the Broberg family, and they. We're really good friends with the uh, uh, Birchtold family. Bob Birchtold and his family, I think they all went to church together. They seem to hang out all the time. Everything that I've read, and according to the documentary on Netflix, they pretty much hung out all the time. They were like two families that become one. Yeah, but they met through the church, and it was kind of like, when they started hanging out, it was like really quickly. Oh, yeah. It, was it wasn't like, like they'd been in church and they hang out. 20 years ago, and this just happened, it was pretty soon, for the most part, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they started going to church together. What it was, the Brobergs, uh, they had been in this church for a while, and then I think uh, Jan's mother had saw the Birchtold family there at the church one day, and it was a new family that came in, and and they welcomed them in, went over and talked to them and all that stuff, and, and they became really close really fast, like Bill said, and... Just like after that, they spent countless hours and days together. I mean, they, like like I said, they were almost two families that become. It was women. like love at first sight, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really. But what it was, Bob Birch told he was um, weird. Yeah, very weird. He seemed to gain the trust of every member of the Bur- the Broberg family. Everybody's name starts with the B here. That's what's weird. <laughs> you got the the Burbogs. And then you got the Birch Tolls, you no, know, the Bro Broberg and Birch Tolls. And th- this is in Utah, so I don't know how much. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the region—that's something. It could have been. It could have been. And I think, you know, 
for everything I, what I saw in the the documentary and, and read that they were a very trusting community. You know, people didn't lock their doors at night. Everybody pretty much, you know. Yeah, 1974, a lot of people, yeah, you know, they didn't lock their doors a lot. How many mm-hmm. how many documentaries do you see it, that's part of the the deal where it's it's always in a trusting community, a small well, that's community? Why. It, it's, it's always, it always happens when it's in that kind of environment. Just like when somebody dies on TV, they're always great people. Take their well, well, shirt off their back, yeah. that type of thing. But people prey on the good people. Bad people don't prey on bad people. So, I mean, just to give you a, a, a glimpse of how close these two families were, were the, the Broberg children, which were all girls, three girls, eventually became, were able to call uh, Bob Birchtold. They either called him Dad or B. That's how close they were. What did yes. I say, D or B? B. You said B. B. You B. got it right. Yeah. Okay, B. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but <sighs> How creative is that, by the way, B? B. Oh, Bob Birchtold. <laughs> but Birchtold... How cool is Broberg? What's up, Bro? Berg. Bro, Broberg. And yeah, I mean, Birch told. You get more more out of that than just B. I can see I'm gonna butcher these names the whole day, all day long. But anyway, all Birch told was simply doing was using this family in order to get close to their oldest child, Jan. Like I said, they they were very close. You get into the first abduction. What it was one day after school, Bob Birch told asked if he could take Jan out horseback riding. At first, her mother was kind of apprehensive since it was a school night after all, but eventually agreed. As soon as she was in the car, Birch told drug Jan and sort of staged a fake kidnapping to make it look like both the two of them had been taken. But in reality, Birch told had taken Jan to Mexico where the two of them got married. Okay, yeah, let let me me, uh, say something here. He, He was very close with Jan out of all the siblings and everybody in the household. He was... It's almost um, like he picked her out. Yeah, she was a chosen one, and I she mean, was twelve well, years was, old. Yeah, well, she was the oldest too. She was twelve at the time. Well, she, she took a lot of. He took a lot of pictures of her. He spent most time with her. He, uh, I mean, he he talked to her more than anybody else. So, I mean, you kind of that's the build up. So they, the parents kind of always thought it was weird before there was ever an abduction. How much time he wanted to spend with just her, or how much he wanted to just talk to just her, or. Uh, the attention he was just giving to just her. So, go ahead. Sorry, Donnie. Yeah, that's all right. But uh, Bob, Birch told, I mean, he was a grown man. He had a wife and kids, and he kidnapped Jan and took her to Mexico where he married her. And at that time, the legal age to marry in Mexico was 12. So, you talking screwed up. And while she was with Birch told, he began to brainwash her. Let's get back to... What was it? it? Two weeks before they actually contacted the FBI. Well, I think they contacted them on Sunday or Saturday, and it was closed. Yeah, so, they told them to like, yeah, contact local authorities or, or just call back. I, well, I remember seeing it last night. They called the FBI office, but it was closed on Saturday, and I'm like, gum. You know, you figure they somebody crime doesn't the clock happen there. on Saturday, y'all. <clears throat> but anyways, so she just hung up, and I want to say. They waited till Monday. Maybe it was Monday or Sunday before they. Anyways, it was more than. It was, it was longer than I took. Yeah, they had. They waited a few days before they contacted the authorities that she was actually missing. Golly. Hmm. I, I tell you, I have. My parents were questionable when I was a kid. They made some 
weird choices. But um, are they fans I, of this podcast? <laughs> no, they, okay. no, they no, they don't listen. But um, I'm listen. glad I had them over these crazy, crazy parents that y'all gonna hear about because already uh, my parents would have never went that long without calling the cops if something happened to your brother. I mean, a day maybe, but not four. But the, this is where this story gets weirder, y'all. So while they were in Mexico, Birch told began to brainwash Jan. He would tell her via tape recorder, and he had it rigged up where this tape recorder sounded like aliens talking. Seda and Zethra. Is that, is that, was that their name? Yeah. Okay, see, I, I just watched it last song. night. Yeah, I know. He has this, a precious memory yeah, on it. Yeah, right this now. is fresh on you because it's been a couple of days since I've saw it's it. It's been so. a couple of weeks for me. So, anyway. He was uh, brainwashing her, telling her that um, she was she was supposed to save an alien race by having a child with Birch told, and she needed to do this by the age of sixteen. Yeah, and her 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 mom was supposed to be was her biological mom, but her dad was an alien. Yeah, that's right. And her dad, dad, her her real dad was just like a Mary Joseph Jesus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So she needed to do this, or her family members would die or go blind. I mean, this guy was a, he was a piece of shit. Fearing for her life, her and her <laughs> sister's life, he was also the livelihood of the fake alien race. Jan and Birch told had sex. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they had sex. Eventually, Birch told wanted to turn back to the United States but needed the Broberg family to agree to the marriage in order to cross the border. They had to recognize, the family had to recognize that marriage for her to be able to come back. Right, it crossed her border. <laughs> the Broberg family, they didn't agree to this. Instead, flew to Mexico to retrieve their daughter. After returning to the U.S. himself, Birch Toll was charged with kidnapping. Okay. Jan was confused, and she wasn't cl- clearly thinking. Believed that she was truly... She, I mean, she believed she was in love with this guy, this older man. Okay? This, this was so weird. I don't know. He had her, he had her so brainwashed. Even... On the documentaries, he would sneak into where she was sleeping and put a tape recorder beside her bed and let it play like aliens. He said this was this scared her to death. I mean, it's well, there again, that's what we got back to a couple weeks ago that people are easily swayed, especially when they're young, and especially oh, yeah. when they're they're gave they're given a a purpose or a, a reason in a this mission. case a mission. To have something done, it makes them feel special and wanted. But I wonder if if, if it has anything to do with the, the parents' intelligence. You know, if the oh, yeah, I'm it, sure it I did. Mean, you think about this: if you're in a, a household where the, there's a lot of there's high intelligence and a lot of common sense, you, you figure the kids that are living in the house would kind of adapt with that rather than having smart yeah. parents and. Yeah, but when you're manipulated, like you said, brainwashed to a degree, and he had been, well, like it got into where they he tried to separate the mom and the dad from her, the mom and the dad from each other, and the mom and the dad from her. It's 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 a meticulous work, and he had been doing that the whole time by building, you know, giving an addition, building a wall between her and her sister. One of her sisters, they shared a basement room. He built a wall. It was a pretty good-sized room from what I could yeah. tell. So he partitioned it off so she could have her own room. Well, you know, that, that would have made her feel special. It made the, ha- the ha- family feel special because, hey, we're not having to pay for it. So every little thing, 
coming over, hanging out, bringing them ice cream probably or blah, blah, blah. Leaving them fruit baskets on their front porch. Yeah, that was the first thing he did. That was the first thing he'd ever done. But, I mean, this guy, he would – every aspect of their life, he was getting in there to every member of the family, just grooming Jan just to get closer to her. That was was his prize, so to speak. The rest of the Mexico, and they were separated in in a prison or a jail down there, and then – they extradited him, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would even after she come home, he went to jail for kidnapping. He was charged with kidnapping, and he spent. Uh, he was supposed to have um, served five years in jail, but was it was reduced to forty five days. Why did it get reduced? Yeah, exactly. This guy was a con man, y'all. I mean, he was like I said, he was a piece of shit. Anyway, language. Yeah, language. While at home, he would even sneak in her room at night and still put that tape recorder beside her bed just to keep brainwashing her, just to keep feeding her that information that she was part of this mission to save an alien race. And during this time, he would get close to the family members. He got close to Jan's mother, eventually having relations with her. Sex, Donnie. Well, yeah. The the whole thing was though when they got when they came back, the uh, FBI agent told them do not have any contact with them, and I thought it was funny when he went, and they did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they, I think that uh, they they immediately pretty much let her start talking to him again. I don't I don't think there was really any any lapse communication. I mean other than you know when he wasn't allowed to make phone calls, but wasn't, didn't he call her from prison too? Then they didn't they let him talk. Then no, talk I don't on the remember phone. that part. Yeah, I don't remember that part either. I just remember. Him. Oh. Well, he wasn't in there for forty-five days, so I mean, yeah. he couldn't. He didn't. He didn't go long without talking to her. That's sure, because when he got back, I mean, he was he was back in contact with the family and everything. Well, the what happened was they, in the part where he said, "I told him not to have any contact with him," then his wife came over. I thought it was interesting in the beginning, and they didn't really go go into her, but <clears throat> they were talking about um, she was very quiet and didn't really have a lot to say. And a lot of times when, you, you know, you can have shy people, but a lot of times when, to me, it screams, if if I see a woman that doesn't want to talk, you know, or the husband's all one side one time, a lot of times it means he's, she's either, she's probably being pushed down, you know what I mean? Are you talking about Bert Stoll's wife? Yeah, Bert yeah. Stoll's wife. It don't, it don't, because it didn't really go into it her. It didn't say much about their family yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. And I would love to learn more about that side of the, the family. But yeah, they didn't, he was, he was a domineering factor in that family for sure. But anyway, like I said, getting back to the story, he um, even got close to Jan's mother uh, and eventually having sex with her. Very close. You tried yeah. to say relations after you'd already said shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trying to keep it somewhat clean. <laughs> they had sexual relations. Well, the mother and the daughter had relations. Did anybody else in the family have relations? Yes. There was at one point where... Are you jerking my chain here? <clears throat> no, I'm not jerking your chain at all. There was one point where... Tugging on my heartstrings. <laughs> Birch told, uh, asked Jan's father... Uh, Don't rub me wrong. Yeah, to take a ride with him 
And, well, he got in a car with him, and they, they said they need to talk, so they went down. They did talk about his wife in that part. Yeah. Yeah, he said that uh, Berthold said that his home life wasn't satisfying, his sexual life at home. Yeah. said he was really frustrated, um, having some problems there. And he even asked uh, Jan's father if he would uh, relieve him right there on the dirt road. And did he? Yes, he did. Oh. Relieving. Yeah, yeah he, he relieved He him. asked him to. Uh, it was a family show. Relieve his tension, yeah. His, his, yeah. his pressures. Yeah. Yeah, we're not jerking your chain, y'all. He, yeah. he really did. He jerked his we're chain. We're not trying to rub you the wrong way. But you can just read into that, and that's that's what he done. And the father, Jan's father, admitted this on the documentary. And God, well, this, this and that played into why he got out the first time, and he got off of the kidnapping because they were going to out him if he if he didn't drop the charges. So to save face, and in 1974, you can see that would be a a big blow to him. Yeah, he was going to tell everybody he was a homosexual. I mean, he was a he was a, a well. He, I'm sure he's a well respected member of the church. He was also a respected uh, a businessman. You he know, owned the floor. Yeah, thing. and he had owned it for like 20 years, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that could have killed his business probably in that in that day and age. But the Jan's father watching him on that documentary admit to that and saying that I mean, it just and him putting his head down. I mean, it just but, wow, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to jump ahead, but after I shook my head, the whole show going, I can't believe these people are this dumb. But no, Jan and Jan's dad, he, you know, at one time he he took the kids and left, and you know, after she had, well, she had one meeting with him, and they just had a little, little too close for comfort stuff. Then later on, after. After the kidnapping, after the initial kidnapping, he he reconnects with them, and then that's when he takes her and they have the sexual relations. I mean, you know, and I, I'm sorry, a mother that will leave and do that after your daughter's been kidnapped at the age of 12 years old, and now you're going to have relations with this man. To me, I, I could not I could not muster one tear. And I'm sorry she hears me one day saying this. I'm sorry. I, I could not muster a tear for her. She she betrayed every mother in the world when she did that. Oh, yeah. And the dad, I mean, I'm not saying he was 100%, you know, in the clear. But you could tell he he was trying. He was doing what he thought, not in every situation, but for the most part, 90% of it, he was he was very – Emotional and upset when they played the part where she called him, and uh, he came in because they had the the FBI had a, a tape machine on their phone so they could tape all the calls coming in. That's not the word I'm looking for, but you know. Anyways, yeah, that was that was real heartbreaking. But yeah, for the mother, I'm like, I'm sorry. I felt more empathy for the dad than I could anybody. And he was already sleeping in the same bed as as Jan, correct? Every time that he would he would spend night with him. And sleep in the bed with Jan. Yeah, he would. And, and this yeah. is before deduction. This is before. Um, Birch told. We're talking about Birch told. Not, yeah. not the father. Yeah, not the father. No. It, all this was happening. And, and then, you know, the, the mom ended up sleeping with him. The dad ended up. Um, well, the dad was. Actually, the dad was the first 
initial contact. And right. I think that was a setup. So he would know, he knew that if, if he could get him to do that, he would have that over him in the future. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he wanted a relationship with him. No. <clears throat> he wanted, yeah, he just wanted, he wanted his that evidence. Yeah, he wanted smoking leverage. gun, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted that edge over him is all he wanted. Right. That's it. Jan was uh, kidnapped a second time. Uh, it was in the summer of 1976. Uh, Jan ran away from home, leaving both her family stressed. But the FBI wasn't convinced that Berthold knew where she was. So they put surveillance on him. And eventually in November, it came to light that Birch told had kidnapped Jan back in August of the same year. Uh, Birch told, who was now living in Salt Lake City, Utah, had enrolled Jan in an all-girls Catholic school in Pasadena, California. Now, he told them yeah. that uh, he told the, the nuns at the Catholic school. I'm a double-naught spy. He's a, yeah, double-naught. <laughs> he was a member of the CIA, and he this was during the time of the the... What was it? What, what was going on? Lebanon? Yeah. Trouble in Lebanon? Yeah. And he told him that uh, his wife had been killed, and he had to put uh, Jan with the nuns to keep her safe. And anything that anybody came up, that was people trying to get to her and kill her. Yeah. But he would, I think he would go there on weekends and spend a weekend with her, and then put her back in school. Yeah, he was in Wyoming, right? Utah or Wyoming or somewhere like that. Or Montana. Anyway, now, now... <clears throat> That was after he got he got the mother to let her go work at his. He bought a family fun park, some kind of. Th- that's what I'm saying. He moved from. They lived in in Utah, and then uh, Poc- no no that's right Idaho, yeah Pocatello Idaho. Yeah. But he went to. He went to Salt Lake City, to work for his brother's car dealership. Then somewhere along the line, I want to say he went to Wyoming or Montana. I can't remember now. I know. I know I just watched it last night. But anyways, he he got he bought a family fun park. My thing is, where's the dude get enough money selling cars to buy a family fun park? Oh no, is his brother called yeah. him a pervert. Yeah. And his brother knew all this stuff, so I'm like, dude, man, you couldn't have peeped somebody all this mess. Well, his brother told him he could sell cars. <clears throat> yeah. I mean he said that's how I mean that's how good he was. He was a salesman. And well, and then but so he get he at one point in time he wanted her to come work for him. And the mother was like, no, you're not doing it. So he's like, well, she's going to leave anyways. So instead of that, he they put her on a plane and flew her out there. But continue. To, um, I will say that the, the mom had fell in love with him at this point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She was like all in. Yeah, she admitted she was and, very attracted to Burt's Told. But she, did, she didn't know that he was all in with the, the dad. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, she knew that because that's what I'm saying. They the reason he got off the first time, the first kidnap when they came back from Mexico, they sent the wife. He sent the wife over and said, "If you do not drop the charges, we will make we'll out him as homosexual. So you have to do that. So that's why they dropped the charges." Okay, all right. My, my memory's kind of foggy. <clears throat> so she still slept with him even after she knew that he. he- Okay, when he worked in Salt Lake City for his brother, yeah. I think it's Salt Lake, he had the motorhome, the same motorhome I assume that he drove to Mexico in, maybe yeah. not. Or anyways, she came to see him there, and that's where they had those eleven times they had sexual relations. That's what I'm saying. You know, once you go like, eh, spur of the moment, eleven times. After the second time, you didn't, 
She didn't just fall on it. He can't just accidentally keep falling. During this whole time, Jan still believed that she was on this mission to save this alien race. Finally, when she finally turned 16 and realized that the mission she was on this whole time may be fake, Jan asked her parents to go to the theater camp for summer. Jan was into acting, and we'll get into that just a little bit later. But uh, while she was away from home, Jan started to question if these aliens were real or not. She concocted a plan to carry out the rest of a mission herself, in which she'd kill herself and her sister Karen. Eventually, Jan gets a sense that her life is fine and these aliens are not real. What it was, her mother had called her and mentioned the dog. Yeah. And well, she, uh, she had met a boy at that, that at that camp. Yeah. And she, I think they might have kissed or something like that. And then, go ahead. Well, her mother had called her and mentioned something about the dog, and the, the first thing she thought of was the dog was dead, that the aliens have gotten to him and, and were killing her family off because she hadn't completed the mission. Then her mother told her that the dog was fine, everybody's good. So yeah. I think that was the moment she realized everything was Birch told was telling her was fake. Right. Um, I will say that whenever she she got out, she came back home. She was not close with her siblings or anybody. She was very distant. She, as much as the the mom was fascinated with this guy with a B, uh, the daughter was just even more. And you got to imagine. So um, she completely brainwashed. She was absolutely in love with this guy. Well, he was writing her love letters. She was writing love letters back. Yeah, I mean it was sick, but it was just. I mean, he was everything to her. I mean, he he was just, not only was the alien stuff, I mean, she was doing all the stuff for him, too. It wasn't just for aliens. You know, he just had, he was just pushing her with alien stuff. And she but, admitted well, she was yeah. madly in love with this guy. Yeah, but I think the alien, the whole brainwashing, that, that's the part I couldn't get. I mean, you know, she gets to be 15 or 16, you'd think she would realize that's a bunch of hooey. But I think... I think in the beginning, all that weighed on her so much that she, well, you know, what is it? Is it Van Munchausen syndrome? We start falling in love or, or Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that Munchausen, totally different thing. That's, yeah, where, that's you, where you begin to fall in love with your captor and all that. Yeah, that's the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm yeah, I syndrome. I mentioned earlier about the parents. If the parents don't have any common sense, look what you made the parents do. I mean, if, if, if they're that gullible then you only think she's going to be just as gullible, right? Well, like I say, yeah, I agree with you on that, but I don't think that gullibility is necessarily depending on the the parents. I mean, parents can be gullible, but, I mean, what I'm trying to say is I think anybody at that young age, 12 years old, I said the other week, I thought I was going to be a superhero one day till I was probably 10 years old myself. So, you know, you got to remember, what is it? I think I heard a thing where your mind don't, it, it's continually, your brain's continually growing until you're like 18, 20 years old or 26. So you got to look. This brain has only been growing for 12 years. Yeah, it's mature, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's putty, it's jello. I keep going back to this from the other, you know, the other podcast we did. You get the right. You get the right situation going on, you can mold somebody and make them think and believe anything you want. And that's what's happened Especially here. This guy, I mean, over at their house every day. Yeah, and everybody loves him. Everybody thinks he's super cool. You know, I mean, you can see the pictures on, online of them, and everybody's hugging each other. The youngins are just well, l- loving on him. Even in all the interviews, that B 
B was like this, B was like, I'm, I'm sorry. There again, if I went through a traumatic ordeal, I'm not going to refer to him by a pet name that we had, you know? Yeah. That's... That stuff like that's yeah. what was blowing my mind on this whole this thing. Even today, I mean, she still called him B. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Grown woman still still calling that. Well, yeah. she, After everything she, she went through. She's but, probably 60 years old now. Or I, 57, I just, 58. Yeah, she was 12 and 74. The dad don't look that old. So, you know. I mean, he didn't look that old. Yeah. I mean. Versus what he did look. Yeah, he did. I would put him probably 70, 80. Somewhere between 70 and 80. And that, that would be a good age range. She's 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 above 55, I'd, I'd say, easily. Yeah, she was born in, let's see, Jan was born in uh, 1962, January 31st, yeah. 1962. So he's 12 years old and 74. He looked right. He didn't look that old. I mean, he, he must he must hey, get a lot of he must, he must get a lot of facial. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going with that boy. Shut up. But at the end of all this, Jan and her mom started writing a book, and the name of the book is "Stolen Innocence: The Jan Broberg Story." And she started talking about and going on uh, speaking tours and stuff. But Birch told started showing up at these events. And talking to the media in order to shut us, shut them down, saying that uh, they were spreading lies, and Jam was then filed a stalking charge, and Birch told contested it, and then pretty much in the end, Jam was granted a restraining order against Birch told for the rest of his life. Outside one speaking event in 2005, Birch told got in a fight with a group of Baca members, which is Bikers Against Child Abuse, and they were charged with uh, he was charged with three felonies and two misdemeanors. He was found guilty and was scheduled to be sentenced, but didn't go to jail. His brother explained in the documentary that he was overdosed on his medications. Yeah, he said he thought, well, I, what I remember last night, he told me he'd never spend another day in jail, went home, took a bunch of medicine, yeah, and, and, and made it true. Yeah, committed suicide. Yeah. But, yeah, the guy was slippery in everything. Not even just, I mean, yeah, he got off the first time in more, more ways than one, but the first kidnapping he got off of, but like I say, I, I, I forget the timeline, but he paid two guys while he was in jail $1,000 a piece, or he was going to pay them. I don't know if he actually paid them to uh, torch this guy's uh, florist. Mm-hmm. And he never served time, never got never got him a trial on that. Yeah, the dad ran a floral shop. Yeah, but he, he uh, yeah. that's what we call florist, Chris. Well, I don't think we we <laughs> mentioned that his the oh. dad yeah. Oh, okay. Four shops. So anyhow, so these guys got sentenced and went to jail over it. He didn't even. I don't even think he spent a night in jail over it. I don't yeah. think he arrested him. So the guy was slippery as. He was a con man. I mean, from the very beginning, he came into these uh, Broberg family, and I mean every way to to groom this family to get to Jan. I mean, he did it, and he. What about, what about the therapy he went to? He supposedly went to some therapy, and the guy gave him tapes. Come find out. the And they let him come into her room, lay down beside her, and listen to his tapes because it was part of his therapy. Yeah. yeah. Now, he said that was part of the healing process. Like, let, Let's draw a line. I know you keep saying the, the parents, parents gullible this, parents gullible that. No, that's just ignorant. That's ignorant. Oh, yeah, I got a buddy who said that's ignorant. I mean, if you're going to let somebody who kidnapped you, first of all, a grown man 
is not going to sleep with my daughter. I don't care if you put a two before between them or no. ten or six. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Now, if, I know. If, if the parents can be that stupid, how, Man, how, how, uh, the, how, how could the kids turn out to be I, like... I, I, I still draw a line. Yeah, I understand that. But lead by just example, forget, but forget about that. Forget about that. Any parent let let a man come in and lay down beside their kid. I don't care if it don't do nothing. That, no, that don't happen. Hell no, it don't happen. I, I, Language. I, first of all, I, I couldn't see throughout all of this. I don't see how the dad could just sit back. After he'd already been outed to his wife about, you know, yanking the guy's chain or whatever. He um, was handy, I can tell you that. Yeah, he's a good handyman. Uh, but <laughs> after after been, you know, outed with that, you know, from the wife, from B's wife, um, after that, what do you have to lose? You know, you, you, your kid's already been abducted. She's already came back. She's gone again. What do you mean? What do you have to lose? Why not just go after the guy yourself? Uh, I, don't, I don't say how, I would have went. Yeah, well, you got to understand. I think, too, that's why I say the only person I give sympathy to is him. But, you know, it's like he left his wife and uh, he had. He was dead to rights. He had, you know, the guy made out like, oh, you can go back and get your kids. And, you know, she went to a lawyer, and the lawyer said, no, you need to go home to your husband. You need to cut that cancer out, cut that guy out. But that man was trying to keep his family together. He, Yeah, he screwed up that one time. But, like, anything that, yeah, he could have been a little more forceful. But he, everything he did was to appease his wife. He's too passive. Well, I know. You gotta fight for well, for what you well, want, man. I'm I mean, not saying it's right. Like I say, I ain't saying it's I right. Mean, he's, he's he's doing that to his daughter. He's you know banging his wife at the time. I mean, it's like exactly. You gotta draw a line. I but mean, he damn. there he is. He's he's like he's in that. And so just like everything that she did, she was worried about getting killed by aliens. He was facing something that was real. That my wife's already had sex with this guy. And what's to say she won't do it again? What's to say she won't get her ducks in a row this time? And I'll be left with nothing. She'll take everything. And, and worst of all, he's got now he's got two more daughters and my wife that he could probably do something yeah, to. I, I, you know, he he did what he had. He he did what nah, he thought. No, nah, I, I, I ain't I just, saying he's right. I'm just saying he ha, did having, what he thought. Having was right. a daughter, two daughters. I agree. No, he didn't do everything he could. But I will say something else. I want to add to this. Whenever um, he was, he had got back, or he was in prison. Did they know that he had had sex with a with no, Jan? Because no. he, they only put a little bit. He only he entered her, but he did not just a break the hymen. And and that's yeah. that means so if if that was intact, they didn't know any difference. So so. I guess in the strictest form of the definition, he did not. But, but not. It wasn't always like that, huh? He, it wasn't always that. He know he didn't always just do it like that. I think he did that first time. I don't know what happened when she like the second time she left. But up until that time, and she came home, that's all he did. I think later they did. So he only got in trouble with the law twice. The first time, he went to prison forty five days, and the second time he committed suicide before he could ever go to trial. Correct. Yeah, I reckon. Well, they arrested him after they found they found out about the the girls' school. I'm I'm drawing a blank there. They arrested him then because they knew he he'd been going there. 
they've traced it back through a phone call or whatever. Yeah, the phone booth. They this is thing they used to have phones in. They yeah, they they traced it back. Yeah, to ain't phone that booth. young, Bill? I remember them. Maybe somebody listened. Hopefully, it's not that old. Nah, nah, I think everybody knows what a phone booth. There's a movie called Phone Booth. Come on. Mm. Um, but whenever the more I think about it, it's just I think it's when the judicial system fails because if even if he just doing it he's doing enough where it can't be traced whenever he's having intercourse with her um it's to me if he if she was with him for as long as she was what 45 days yeah let's say it okay let's go with that what else would they be doing well first of all you're going down a slippery slope because it's not the judicial system's fault the judicial system was saying here it is we will put him in jail we will do this and do that they failed because they let their own uh, feelings about how people saw them dictate where oh, yeah. they would drop the charges. That's I how mean, he, I mean, he got to the mom and dad, and yeah. he got in their minds and had stuff against them. Yeah, but, where if anything happened, he he had his bases covered. But but the state in every way, even when when when, when if if right. files are charged for the parents, hmm? it, let's say. The parents don't file charges. Right. The state files charges. You don't want to live in a country like that. I'm no. telling you that right there. But you, they got to step in. They, they no, no, only no, 40, no. Only did a short period of time in prison. After it doesn't matter. You do not do that. If somebody is not going to be able to press a charge, if there's not a, a, a proof, there, there's no provable act. They they did not catch them in the act. You can't say, hey, the state. I think. So and so's having sex with that young lady. Let's throw him in jail. Well, well, you don't have any proof. I don't have to have proof. Chris, Chris said we don't need. We need to step in at times like this. Are you gonna throw an innocent man in jail for that, or an innocent woman? You got to so have proof. How could proof. they put him in? How could they put him in there? In the because first place? he took her across the lines. He took her. He he. They had him on kidnapping charges. That's all they had. They had him on kidnapping. Well, yeah, that's all man, you need. That's right. a felony. If that's it, a felony, but kid, but you don't need to know much I know. more than that, right? And and you know what? That's fine, but still, you have the right to say, "No, nah, that's okay. He didn't do it. He didn't mean to. We got we misunderstood each other." Same thing. And he goes free. He goes free. But, but the I'm judicial. Gonna... Well, I'm, all I'm saying is, the judicial system didn't do, didn't fail. They failed because they didn't let the judicial system do their job. If they say, look, Chris, you can go out there and beat me up and leave me bloodied and all that, and the cops comes up right after it, and he says, hey, can we file a charge? I said, no, nah, man, it's, you know. Misunderstanding. But, but Misunderstanding. the state will file charges. No. If, if, no. For what? How, what are they going to file charges there, there's for? There's been plenty of times whenever uh, there's been uh, some kind of uh, abuse or something like that, and the spouse don't want to press charges, but then the state will. That's uh, there's a there's probably other circumstances. What I'm trying to tell you is, and yeah, but you know how many times, and I'm sure somebody listening to this program can tell you too, how many times that the police go and arrest a man, take him to jail, and the husband and the wife goes, oh, he didn't mean it, well, let yeah, him out. Let him course, out. Well, yeah. it's the same thing, man. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. the same thing. I ain't saying that don't happen. I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not saying well, I, that. The, okay, the parents are stupid. They're stupid. I know, and oh, they yeah. were telling them. There's no hope for that, that gets back to the point where he said, do not have contact with them, and they did not. 
Is soon it, FBI told them to cut ties with him. Yeah. Get if rid they, of him. If they would have cut ties and left it alone, then they would have proceeded with what they did. But, well, I think the 45 days in jail was because that's the only reason. And then what was the one he did where he got like a – oh, he didn't even spend 45 days in jail. No, they gave him 45 days. I think he ended up spending 10 days. Yeah, they gave him 45 days. He yeah. And he wasn't supposed to – he saw her between that time. And then when he went in, uh, he only spent 10 days because he of good behavior. He went in for 45 that's days, what, but in 10 days – well, okay. Now, you can argue that and, all you and, want to. That's, I knew he got out for some kind of – What I'm trying to say is you do not want a state or a, a – city or a government or the United States to say, hey, we think you did that, and we know that you did it in the story. That, that's not where our government But But, but yeah. the truth is in the pudding, though. Okay. They, they, okay. They, Wait a minute. Okay. Let's back it up. 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 Kidnapped a kid. Back it up. Okay. Okay. Listen. Still, he took a kid. What else is he right. doing with her? Okay. Let's say the state, step, state steps in and does the Chris way of life. We're going to charge you. What's the first thing they do? They have a trial, right? Now, once the trial gets in there, all they can do is support evidence. They can show evidence, and it's he is assumed innocent. He goes in there assumed innocent. The state has to prove him guilty. We like to call him father. Did you let this man go with, take your daughter horseback riding, and he didn't come back forty five? Yes, I did. That was there. Uh, uh, so you knew he he kidnapped. Her. He says, "Oh, he didn't kidnap her." Okay. The mom. Uh, did you know you you know Bella? She's gonna say no. The girls they're gonna get her up there. Did you go in your swim? No, I didn't go get some oil. I love that man. He's the best friend of our family. Okay. What's the jury gonna do? But if if, if but see but they the didn't prove anything at all. But the prosecutors would cross examine and they would do their. Uh, investigating they and they would figure out that they waited they just, how many that, days no, no, to no, call no, the no, no. When she first that 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 right there was the prosecutor. He's gonna say he's gonna say he's gonna ask him a hundred different questions. Right, but th- why but did you call? He, why did you call the FBI? He said, "Oh, well, it's a misunderstanding. I thought that it, it doesn't matter, Chris. And let, now, if the girl was dead, if she was dead, and they found her down there, and they found evidence in of." of her in that, yeah, then they probably got a case without the mom and daddy. But as far as a kidnapping charge, and we already know, and that's what they said it in the thing that they were not going to press charges, the government has nothing to go on. But listen, when, when you watch that documentary, I did, and you, you hear the interviews with, with the mom and the dad, right? You will know just by talking to, or hearing them talk, there is something not right there. And if they would, any, any kind of criminal thing I've ever watched, any kind of camera documentary. <laughs> They always investigate any witness. They'll get all the dirt on the witness. So when they cross examine them, to to try to to pull away from like uh, okay. question their integrity okay. or well, well how would the that. prosecutor how okay technically how would the prosecutor beat up the mom and dad to make them say yeah he did take her daughter? Well, first of all, they how long did they wait when he, she first got abducted? Well, is That's there a law that says they have to report it? What's well, being a careless parent? It's, it's a, it's it doesn't question, matter. All, it's they, a you know, all they got to do is say parenting skills. She was with a trusted family friend. Yeah. All they got to do is say, "We left you a note. You didn't get it." And then they can go, "Oh yeah, we found this note behind the table, but we didn't know." Well, if if such a family friend, they would would have needed to call the cops anyway. 
I know what you want to say, what you want to happen, but you don't want to live in a place where that happens. Well, I mean, if you're innocent, you're going to be found innocent. I mean, sometimes it's late, and I hate for the people that ever have to go to prison and they're actually innocent. But most times, most times, if you're innocent, you'll be found innocent. Right. That's that's why they, we have juries. That's the why. problem is sometimes you're guilty and you're found innocent. That's true. And it, it, all I'm saying is, <laughs> if you if all your witnesses say the same thing, and a prosecutor does not cross examine a witness, they'll 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 ask some questions that uh, they don't want to beat up a witness. They'll beat up somebody that. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's they, not they, because they have to. It, let's say. I'm speaking from experience. I sat through a trial before, okay? Any witness comes on that stand, they they have to know before they come up there. So that way, both sides can have uh, a chance to think of questions and what they're going to ask and everything. They will find out things about that person. And and it could just be a criminal past. Um, Let's say... you had a relationship with a defendant. That or they could have a, a rap sheet of some kind. Let's say I'm going to go be a witness for, you know, Joe Blow over here, um, and I have a rap See sheet. See what I did there? Oh, so I saw a count that, yeah. I, 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 I was a thief. I, um, right. Whatever. Just I'm just a bad person. Whenever I go up there to testify on behalf of a defendant, they're going to use that against me. They're like, right. You, you've been charged with. Right. You, and then the jury's going to hear that, and they're going to be like, well, do I really want to trust this guy? This guy's a criminal. Okay. So you know what? The worst thing happened, he beats up the mom and beats up the dad, and he beats up the girl and says, hey, they're all lying for this guy. End of the day, the defense attorney's going to get up there and say, people of the jury, the only three witnesses y'all have, even though they might have done some things that are not nice, they all three say that he did not take her against his, her will. And he technically didn't take her against but, her will. But if he can prove them to be liars, then it don't matter what they say. Well, no, it don't matter what they say. Then you're back to square one, Chris. You have to go by the facts, and the facts is he took her over the border to Mexico. You don't know that. The facts is he took her to Mexico. The other fact is it don't matter how much they got against him. If the parents said, hey, we were cool with it, Let's go with you it. Got family sitting on the stand saying he's a nice guy. Yeah, but there, yeah. but there are statutory laws out there. If you take a kid across, but Chris, the, they can't statutory. You mean like rape? Well, yeah, All right. But you can't prove it. They can't prove anything happened. He's not a father. He's not a family member. It, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That that's gone. You that's gone. To, you have to prove without a shadow. I'm of talking doubt. about statutory rape. Well, yeah. Well, if, what if, I'm if saying he, is, how long were they, they together before they got caught? Though? They can't prove. Minutes, they can't prove that he had sexual intercourse with her. But why? But that's they sent her to the. They sent her. No, there is no such thing as common sense when you're dealing with law. It's either black or white. Yes or no. Yes or no. Did you do this? No. Did you do this? Yes. In the story, man. As soon as you go, well, I think they'll go. No. All. All you. <laughs> I know and understand what you're saying and understand what you're trying to get at, but what I'm saying is you don't want where the government can just suppose, look, it's in the best interest of all of us that he did this. It doesn't matter that these five people or three people or one person, one person. Dude, I was on a jury too. A guy was supposedly 
pulled a gun and robbed these people. And the same thing happened. They pulled this person up, this person up, this person up, this person. All of them had a rap sheet that you would not believe. But you know what? They all, I'm sure they all lied in their life. I'm sure they all didn't do right things. If that guy, if that guy that had supposedly robbed them had pulled a woman out of the audience and said, this is my grandmother, and that night's in question, I was not anywhere near those people. I was with her, giving her a back rub or, or fixing her bunions or whatever. I'd have said he's not guilty. You know why? Because I got to believe one or the other. Right. And they all lied. They all got caught in lies while they were telling it. But the fact was nobody ever said he didn't do it. They were discussing if he had this kind of gun or this kind of gun, this kind of gun or this kind of gun. They never said if the, if the lawyer had said he was not there, I'd let him go because there was nothing to it. Well, and, and that's, that's another – the judicial system is broken. It really is. Well, no, I mean, when, when you get down to it, it's, it's a case of you got a family who was manipulated by a piece of shit, okay? He got in. He manipulated the father. He manipulated the mother to get to Jan. He, his intention was to get in there – force a wedge in there and split this family up to get to that child. And he did and, it. And he did it. Well, and, I mean, in, in, in the state, the state has ways that they can get custody. They can... But you got a family saying it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. You Really, you cannot do... The, the law can't do anything and, about and, that. And, and you said you felt bad for the dad earlier. That's where the dad didn't do everything he could. I no, agree. I, I just... Agree. I said... I, I but, didn't but say the, the dad but, was right. I've said that over and over. They should be able to see through that. But I, I, yeah, but it's proven you, it you in court. You can't. You, well, okay, kids get taken away from parents all the time that are not fit to be parents, okay? The that's state a will, different will, story. That's a different story. Well, these parents ain't fit to be parents. Dude, they go into a house, they assess the house, and if the kid's in danger, they take it away. If the kid's not in danger, you could come into a house with with – Dog crap and whatever else in the floor. As long as, as long as the kid ain't hurt, that's their lifestyle. When you start legislating lifestyles, man, you're asking for a different country. How many guys? How many people would you let take your kid across the border? None, of course. None. But so if if you if if you're in the judicial system, any part of it. But the family didn't know they were doing that. They assumed that they were going. <laughs> excuse me, horseback riding. But and where where did they get called at? Where did he get called at when they were when he first went to jail? They were in Mexico. Okay. So he's in Mexico with her by themselves. And he's married the to her. The parents are all the way over here in Idaho. But you gotta realize in Mexico is legal. I know, but it's not legal here. And if they went to They weren't here. They went to trial here. They found them together. Who in their right mind, even if they don't have proof they had sex, the fact that he took her and they were gone that long. That, I agree 100%. Already. 100%. You are totally right, Chris, except for the fact nobody said there was a crime. That it's is because a crime. It, the, the government said there's a crime. But if they don't have evidence to support it, it is not a crime. Well, the, the, the facts are there. They were caught in Mexico. That's here's all you here's need. the difference. Here's the difference. If he takes her to Mexico and they say he did that against our will and they kept that line, they stayed on that line, he's going to jail. That's that's it. That's the black and the white of the whole thing. Somebody has to file a complaint. Yeah, there are times where the government can say this is a complaint. That's like somebody dies and you don't find a murder weapon. 
You don't have any prints. You can't prove anybody does it. You know it was this guy over here, but you can't do anything because you can't find a murder weapon. You can't find any DNA evidence. You can't find anything on him. Uh, probably could have investigated more. This well, was, yeah. This was 1974, too. Well, yeah. they could have investigated. The judicial system was the... Um, they didn't have DNA testing as good as they do now. They didn't We're have, down a rabbit hole because it doesn't have anything to do with DNA testing now. Well, now they dude, even they then, so, it would, so, yeah, I know. But what do you want to test with DNA? They took her to the hospital and did a rape kit. They did all that stuff. That they at that time they did, and they found nothing wrong. Saliva samples. She probably bathed since then, man. We don't know. They're living in a camper. I'm just saying. You think he, he's he's banging? Did a he kid. go to Did he, he go to jail? Did he go to Did he go to jail for it? Yeah, ten days. Right, ten days. But ten days was and then let him go for something good else. Behavior. What I'm saying is, it wasn't. There was nothing to convict him with. He was in a camper with a kid in Mexico. But you got parents who aren't. It does. Pressing charges. It does, that, Chris. In the story, we're going down a rabbit hole, man. I know, but it, somebody has to step in if their parents are not all there in the head to do they, anything. They, because you're going down a rabbit hole. You got to prove mental incompetence and all that stuff. I mean, these parents. I mean, he. They were upstanding citizens. He owned a business for 20 years, and she was a choir thing. director. Of course, they didn't call it choir director. They yeah, called it something you, weird. Yeah, it was choir director, but something like that. But yeah. Like, I mean, okay, if if you. You also got a well, it's Pocatell, Idaho, but I could have swore they they were no. I remember them saying they were LDS. The religion was LDS. Yeah. They didn't get into it. That's Latter Day Saints, and I'm not trying to offend anybody. Mormons, Latter Day Saints, they have to some. I mean, I'm I'm totally ignorant on this, but I know polygamy and stuff like that's legal out there. Is that it? polygamy? Mm-hmm. You have two or three wives. Mm-hmm. I call that craziness right there. But anyways, so things might be different in that situation. We don't know. Like I say, they didn't go into a lot of detail on certain things. Maybe we need to watch it again and do a recap show. But anyways, suffice it to say, he got 10 days for good behavior because he was slick. He, he, he put the leverage on the dad, leverage on the mom, and they wanted to keep everything cool. Yeah. And if you don't have the evidence, you're not going to do the time. Worst parents ever. Yeah, and I mean, they, Worst they're not going to press charges. So, officer misunderstand we're not pressing charges. And I mean, they're upstanding citizens in the community. What can, I mean, they have no choice. I mean, they have to let him go. God, I swear to you. I know. I know that the right thing is to, to lock him up by the balls for 10,000 years. The, but parent, the parents are just as big as turds as he is. Okay, let's get. I don't want to keep going down this rabbit hole. But you're talking about men that beat women. And they keep going back, keep going back, keep going back. Why, why wouldn't you want them to step in? Why wouldn't you want the state well, to yeah, go in the there? Well, should. Okay, well, what happens if you and your wife have a fight and she calls the law just being mean? And then they take you to jail and throw you in jail for How long do you think you should go? How long do you think you should have been for that kidnapping? Well, whatever's in the... No, 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 no. They, they, no. they have a the standard to go well, by. Well, what was 10 days then? Huh? Maybe it was 10 days. 10 days was the point What do you think it should have been? You think the government should step in... And 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 throw them in jail. Whatever the law says. What do you think would have been a good time? What, whatever the law says. I don't if know. He, if he, if, if he you think it's good for him to do if that? He's supposed what? to go to jail for five two years, months, three months, five, a year, five years, not five years. Ten, ten days. Well, what if they said, well, what he all he did, all they know he did, he kidnapped. Let's say he kidnapped her. 
He kidnapped her and went across the state lines. He got five years for that because he couldn't prove anything else. Nothing else could be proved. And they lied in court too, so they suck. Wait a minute. So, but what I'm saying is, nothing could be done. You think he should? He should have got five years for kidnapping. Yes. Okay. And he physically did nothing to that girl that you know of. But you know for a fact that a man beat the crap out of a woman. You think he should go to five years? Yes. Well, I agree to that too. But what if he? What if you don't know and she? She just said that. Well, I know. I know that, yeah, it's that's a. That's a crazy because people do that. That happens a lot. It's sad that that people go through um, through that to fabricate something just to screw somebody over. Um, But but that's why that's why you have to have evidence. That's why you have to have a complaint filed and stood beside. That's the way it is, man. Well, I mean, okay. We going we can talk about this forever. We need to get on something. I I can understand that, but I'm just saying. Anybody with a kid would not easily want to let that go. And like I said earlier, the, the parents are just... They, you said the guys be shit. They ain't any better. They ain't any better. And you said you felt bad for that earlier. I don't see how you... This guy, I didn't say I felt bad for him. I said the only one I could feel any kind of empathy for was that. that, that don't, get, don't get me wrong. I ain't saying the man was outstanding. But what I'm saying is, watching the whole thing, usually when you get to the end of something like that, you're oh, man. I just feel so bad watching that. I didn't feel, not that I felt bad, I just felt appalled. Is that not? If you don't press charges, nothing happens. That's not the government's fault. That's not the FBI's fault. It's not the lawyer's fault. They get, you, you just can't have, that's well, what, that's my point. Were they interrogated? They were interrogated, right? Oh, why would they be interrogated? They were interrogated when Questions? she went, this, when she disappeared. Yeah. But once they got the baby, the girl back, they didn't care. Mm. People, they, she's back. But they what could use her pay? statements against them, though. For what, who, Chris? Because when they, whenever that, they that, first that, made the complaint, and they said, well, they tasted They didn't the make game. a complaint. They did not make a complaint. All they said was, we can't find our daughter. Help us. They found the daughter, brought her back. In that case, then you have to press charges. They didn't press charges. That's why. So, yeah, the... State probably did give them 45 days. They probably stepped in and said, you did a bad thing. You took a girl, and you didn't make sure that her mom and dad knew where you were. Da-da-da, you got 45 days for it. You're going to jail 45 days. You you didn't inform somebody. And on good behavior, you got down to 10. That's that's my point. You you have to have somebody press charges to get anything stick. Yeah, if they ain't going to press charges, then, I mean, that's it. Cops are gonna go to the donut shop after that. Forty-five I mean. days for for taking a kid without letting the parents know. See, you know all that stuff. People that's looking outside that are on a jury don't know that, and they are only supposed to. Man, you can't even suppose when you're. Have you ever been on jury duty? Uh, I went for jury duty, but I didn't get picked. It is, you cannot just say, oh, "I know he didn't." No. You have to listen, and like I say, we're going down a rabbit hole. This will be another show another day, but I was on another case where this girl told, man, she wove this whole big tale about how this guy held a gun on her, made her do this. But in the meantime, they were going places, and he was letting her get out of the car and go in and pay for stuff. She paid two bills. She paid a water bill. She paid a, 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 a trash collector bill. And every time she went in, so when we got in the room, was like, y'all think that guy's guilty? And he's like, well, he might have been guilty. They might have been together that day, but there were several times that he 
let her out of his sight. And if he had a gun, he told her he was going to go dig her a hole and throw her in it, throw her body in. Nobody ever find it. He can say all he wants to. Nobody could prove it. He got down to it, and it's like she had all these times to get away. She made a lie up. I can say that now, but at that time I couldn't say it. We had to weigh what we had. And when we weighed what we had. Well, the, the cops know now what happened. You know what right? he did? You know what he did? What? He, t- he did what the first guy should have done. What did you do at 9 o'clock that morning? I remember it well. I went to my mom's house. Well, he lived with his mom. He went downstairs, or he went to the kitchen. He cooked her bacon, sausage, pancakes, and eggs. They ate. About 10.30, he walked to his friend's house. Da, 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 da. They didn't even bring his friend in there. It didn't matter. It was something totally different what she said, and she could not prove everywhere. She brought in witnesses to where she paid her bill. Yeah, she paid her bill that day. Did you see him? No. Because he left, he stayed in the car. Right. Now, he could have been a criminal mastermind. The girl didn't die. And at the end of the day, he let her go. All that was was a revenge. She got mad at him. End of story. Let's go on something else. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to pretty much wrap this up here. Uh, if you get a chance, watch this Abducted in Plain Sight. It's a documentary on Netflix. It's, it, like I say, it is just a, a weird tale. It's crazy guy who comes in and manipulates a family and just to get to a, their oldest daughter Jan I have, I have a question for y'all real quick though if you're if you're the girl would you talk to your parents after all this said and done knowing they didn't go do everything they could to... you should have done this earlier <laughs> that's part of the brainwashing man she thinks everybody's against her so she withdraws from everything she's mad she she doesn't want to talk to anybody because you, you brought her back from what from a mission she had, so uh, yeah. I'm saying like after it's all said and done, like after after he's already committed suicide. After, but see now she knows. She knows now that this guy's. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying well, at, she at talked, this point in your life, no, would you talk to your? Well, she, her and her mama wrote that book, so I know she talks to her. See, I don't think I could. I, I just I don't. Yeah, it, there's it, enough. There's enough weird. Shouldn't have done to go around for all. I mean, them. Jan admitted she was in love with this uh, birch yeah. toad. Well, yeah, but that's. I mean. It's, you should know what's best for your kid because they are just a kid. Like when you tell a kid no, it's for a reason. It's not to be mean. It's not to bully. Yeah. It's because you're an adult. You know they don't. That's that's the way it is. So they failed her as parents. Not just as parents, but human beings. They they failed her. They didn't do everything they could to protect her because their dad was worried about his reputation at the church. Mom was just in love and infatuated with this dude. And, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I know. I know it's it's a weird story, guys. I mean, you can you can go uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda all day long, you know, and um, I could have done this but I could, if I'd have known that or I could have done this if I'd have known this. But, you know, when it gets right down to it, you know, Bert's toll was a piece of crap. And Parents were too. Yeah, I mean, they were. They, Donnie have a daughter. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think that I feel more strong about this just because I have two daughters. Bill don't have any daughters. Bill has two boys. I ain't saying that it wouldn't be bad if your boys were abducted, but I'm saying in this case, it was a girl that's abducted. That's why I feel so strong about it because if it was my kid, yeah, it wouldn't have went on that long. So I can't feel the same as you do because I ain't got no girls. I'm, I'm talking about for this case. They my nieces, boy. <laughs> well, uh, well I'm, I'm just saying that. Yeah, that's why I feel so strongly about it. And I mean, I'll... I'll 
and I told you when we first started this thing, I realize everything, and I love to argue. So I will do it till I turn blue. You love to get beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so did the dad. <laughs> All right, guys. No, was, we're gonna be we're gonna close out this podcast. I mean, if you Thank have a chance, God. if you have a chance, go watch Abducted in Plain Sight and leave us your thoughts and comments on it. We would love to hear them. Tell us why Chris is wrong and I'm right, or, or tell us why we're all wrong, or tell us why we're all right. Leave, yeah, leave us some comments and suggestions. Tell us what you think about this case because we would sure love to hear them and. And next time, before our next podcast, we may read some of them on the air. All right, guys, we're going to sign out here. My throat's about gone. Uh, any last words, Bill? Nah. Any last words, Chris? Go Ducks. All right, guys. Remember, uh, follow us on YouTube. Uh, like, share, subscribe. All the uh, platforms you listen to your podcast on, check us out. Leave a review. And we're out of here. This is... The Crack House Chronicles. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.